pay attention to the internal messages your mind and body send you and do something about them. Welcome back to episode number 11, Don't Worry About a Thing. This is a six-part podcast series, Breaking Free from a World of Worry. Today, we're putting a hard stop to your worry patterns. It's time to get into the game and regain control. So go ahead, if you can, and it's safe, grab your pen and paper, because you're going to want to take some notes for this one. So let's imagine for a moment. You're at a dinner party and one of your children starts calling your attention. Or maybe you don't have kids, but someone's child is tugging at your sleeve, whining, whimpering, and well, just downright wailing. What do you do? Do you push the kid away with some response like, be quiet, grown-ups are talking? Or do you turn your attention to the child and ask what they need? Let's consider the options. If you push the child away, they will definitely try harder to get your attention. Trust me on that. They'll start yelling and screaming. And after all, they could be trying to tell you something that's gone really horribly wrong and it requires your immediate attention. However, if you give the child a moment, you can probably address their needs easily enough and they'll go back to entertaining themselves. Who knows? You might have just prevented your dog from vomiting on the carpet or your house from burning down to the ground. You have in your mind an inner child that speaks up to alert you of potential catastrophe. This inner child of yours doesn't know exactly how to handle certain situations and needs a grown-up like you so he or she can speak in worried tones that may occur as whining or complaining. Your worry exists to tell you that something is out of line, that something is wrong. So the first thing you can do to live a worry-free life is to pay attention to the internal messages your mind and body send you and do something about them. Of course, sometimes the inner child can't always accept the way things are. This is what's called worrying for worry's sake. If this is the case and you've done all that you can, it's time for a good old-fashioned distraction. So here's the secret. It's a lot easier to accept your life when you're enjoying it. Start doing more of what you love, and your enjoyment will crowd out the negative thoughts. You could busy yourself with books that tickle your mind in all the best ways. You could go to the gym and challenge yourself with creative exercises. You could paint, play music, or write. You could cook amazing food and experiment in the kitchen. You could teach your dog a few new tricks. When you do these things, you give your brain no time to needlessly worry about what could go wrong. And you could, well, enjoy everything that's right about being alive. So if that doesn't do the job, the author and speaker, Brian Tracy, has come up with four steps for worry busting. It's his formula. Many people really use this and enjoy it. So here they are. If you want to write these down or come back to the show notes. Step one, define the problem clearly. What are you worried about? Step two, what's the worst possible outcome? What could happen? Step three, 
resolve to accept the possible worst outcome. Should it occur? Step four, get creative to minimize the worst possible outcome and maximize your life enjoyment. In other words, think big and bad. As Brian says, having a sense of control over things is the key to a long and happy life. To that end, accept responsibility for everything that has happened in your life. That doesn't mean that you take the blame, but rather you make it your job to make everything better. This is going to give you greater confidence and an uplifting feeling of personal pride. In a similar vein, you can try the three outcomes exercise. In episode seven, which was the second episode in the worry podcast series I'm doing here, I asked you to make a list of things you worry about. If you still have the list, go ahead, pull it up, get it. But I want you to circle one item that is the hot button, the really big thing that's really getting it. And if you still don't have that written down, we'll just pop one thing to mind. What has been nagging you the most lately? Do that now. Hit pause if you need to, but I really want you to get to the one thing that's nagging you. Okay, now underneath that worry, I want you to think about and possibly write down the absolute worst thing that could happen related to that particular concern. Do that now. All right, now I want you to think up or write down the most likely outcome. Really, the most likely thing that's really going to happen. Go ahead. Perfect. Now think about it and or write down the best possible outcome. I mean, feel really free to swing to the fences here. Like really go for it. Big, think big. Because now we're going to supercharge this exercise. You see, I want you to draw three circles around the best case scenario you just wrote down. Because once you've done that, write. Right now, I choose. And follow that with the option that you want to happen. In other words, right now, I choose the good things that you wrote down. And write it three times. For example, if I'm worried about burning coffee, what's the worst case scenario? I have to clean it up. I run late, but what's the best thing to make coffee? I'm not a coffee maker, by the way. My husband makes it. It's not me. I'm a tea girl. I ruin coffee (laughs) if that's possible. But I could say to myself right now, I'm going to make a fantastic cup of coffee. My husband's going to love it. And we're going to relax on the front porch in the sun. A lot different episode, right? But it's my brain that's making it up. So why not choose the what if good happens versus the what if the bad happens. So once you've done this exercise, take a good look at what you've written and underneath it, write down three things you can do today, this week, or this month to move you forward towards that happier, healthier choice. Because these are three clear, distinct actions that support your choice. For example, rather than try to be better about blank, You want to be really specific and concrete, like, I will call and schedule a meeting with my aunt so that we can prepare Easter. Well, it's not Easter now. It's going to be another up-and-coming season, but you get what I'm saying. 
it needs to be specific and concrete. And then you put it in your planner or in your calendar. And folks, if you don't have a planner or a calendar that triggers you, then you're missing the most amazing thing to get all that junk and crap out of your head and into a system so you're not having to carry all that around in your brain all the time. Now, do you need another few moments? Hit pause, ponder further, go through the exercises because you've got it. If acceptance is the best that you can do to prevent worry, action is the close second. Accept the way that things are and take action towards how you would like them to be. Speaking of acceptance, I have a personal mantra that I'd like you to repeat. So here we go. Say this out loud if you can. It's like this now. It's like this now. One more time, say it with me. It's like this now. What do I mean by that? Well, you have a new boss and he changed everything. You say to yourself, well, it's like this now. You got stuck in traffic on your way to pick up your kids. It's like this now. You totally missed an opportunity that you wanted. Well, it's like this now. It's only by accepting the way things are that you can actually do anything about them. No matter what happens, it's like this now. And of course, no worry prevention action plan would be complete without all powerful tool of gratitude. When you give thanks for the way things are, you begin to see the blessings inherent in every situation, and it helps to turn your attention away from all the things that could go wrong, i.e. your worries that everything can go wrong. You then begin to see problems as opportunities, and let's face it, annoyances as gifts for your growth. No matter what happens, just give thanks. In so doing, you rewire your brain and you reclaim some power. The next time your inner child starts tugging at your sleeve, try thanking him or her for bringing something new to your attention. Let him or her know that this is the way it is and then get busy doing something to improve the situation. When your brain gets caught in a worry trap, thank it for identifying potential threats and then redirect your focus on the world that you want to live in. Something tells me you'll be worry-free in no time. Thank you for joining me today. In my final episode in this series next week, episode 12, I'm going to give you some of my favorite and most effective methods for creating the life that you love. You don't want to miss it. So I'll see you there. And if you haven't already downloaded my complimentary worksheets, Breaking Free from a World of Worry, it's full of tools and guidances to help you live happier, more purposeful life. It's below in a link. This is Dr. Julia. Thank you for listening and may you be happy, be healthy, and be fulfilled. Thank you for listening to Mindset Medicine with your host, Dr. Julia Bolin. To learn more about Mindset Medicine, Go to www.juliabolinmd.com and connect with Dr. Julia to find out how our team can help you today. Join us again next week for more expert tips, tools, and strategies to become healthier, wealthier, 
and wiser in your personal and professional life.